When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> Hello and welcome to The Villain Was Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV shows from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Craig Fay, And I'm your host, Rebecca Reeds. And this week on the podcast, we are talking about Princess Diaries, the classic. <laughs> I guess, yeah. You guys voted. <laughs> this is our this is our audience choice for the for the month. So our patrons voted. This was an overwhelming choice. Like this is, I, I'm gonna tell you this, guys. Most times it's like there's there's two out of the three that are really close. You know, like. 34% to 32% vote. This took over 50% of the vote. People want to hear this episode so badly. <laughs> Dude, if you, I'm telling you, if you are exactly, I feel like if you're exactly 30 years old, this is like, mwah, this used to be the perfect movie to you. I don't yeah. know. If it, maybe it's just me. Maybe, you know what? When I was younger, I love, oh man, I used to, I loved a good makeover movie. Yum, 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 yum. You know what I mean? This awkward nerd becomes the most beautiful, most popular person in school. How could that possibly appeal to a young teenage woman? I don't know. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. Um, this shit was my bread and butter. I will say, looking at it through a critical lens, I have a lot to say. <laughs> I have a lot to say, Craig. <laughs> this is this, this movie, oh man. Um, as an adult person, I have now shattered. I don't know. I okay, I will say I still love it. If you can turn your brain off for this movie, this is a fun movie. You know what I mean? This is a great movie, no problem. Um, if you look at this movie critically, holy shit. Okay, all you're doing this entire movie is watching a privileged <laughs> rich woman. Okay, sorry, rich. Rich child, I'm sorry, she's 15, okay. Yeah. A, a, a rich child decide whether she wants to be princess or not. I don't know. Oh, life's so hard. I can't. And then, yeah, the whole time going through it, even above and beyond that, I was like, well, this isn't the lesson you should be learning. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. If that movie had have ended with her being like, I'm 15, I shouldn't run a country, I would have been like, you know what? Hats off to this movie. Great choice, y'all. Yeah. No, that is not what happened to you. I am 15, and I have maybe learned that monarchies shouldn't be your form of government. Uh <laughs> In the year 2005 or whatever it was. Uh, oh, yeah, dude. Like, there. this is, uh, I will say this, this movie is 2001 shot into your eyeball and your ear hole, okay? Like, you can't get more 2001 than this movie, okay? Yeah. From the soundtrack, like, I feel like I could taste the lip smackers on my freaking lips. <laughs> Just watching this movie, man. It's like a time capsule. It's insane. It's like a, right around the time where they figured out that they could put sugar in lip gloss kind of thing. Like that's the... Yeah. yeah. Oh, delicious. Oh, so hard not to take just a hard chomp off the top of one of those bad boys. I'll tell you. 
took all of my effort. We're, we're four minutes into this episode, and we're already we're already discovering that Rebecca eats wanted to eat lip gloss as a kid. Yeah, thank you. I'm glad you changed that to wanted to. Okay, and I have not admitted too. openly to eating lip gloss on this podcast. Um, <laughs> but I, I guess for the people who haven't seen the movie. Uh, for the people who weren't, the, this wasn't the special childhood lip gloss eating uh, movie that it is. <laughs> like, what, what, how would you summarize the plot to this? Okay, so basically, we've got your classic. This girl's never met her dad, and it was always a mystery. And her her mom lied to her her whole life. All right, so apparently, her dad is like, he was prince, he was king, he's he's the ruler of this made up country. Thank God, because the politics to get into that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so there are, he, he's the leader of this made-up country, Genovia, all right? Anyway, he dies. She finds out he dies um, because her grandmother shows up and is like, hey, you're like the last living heir to this throne. You want to do this shit? She's like, I don't know. My only personality trait is being awkward. It's going to be hard for me. <laughs> and then you just watch her go through the movie and decide whether she should take over a country she has literally never been to. Um, and that, to me, is one of the main sticking points to this movie and the thing that bothers me the most. Because we're going to talk about a few villains over the... Because the villains here are not super prominent. They're pretty small. And yeah. they don't affect the plot, like, too much. This is... <laughs> this is <laughs> This is really supposed to be your feel-good movie. This woman is coming of age, what have you, right? But the thing that bothers me the most is that there's these two. There's this couple, okay, and we first see them at a dinner, and we see them again. We only see them a few times, but they're supposed to be these villains because this husband's like, "We're going to rule the country, sweetie. Like this, this young girl's going to step down, and you're going to get everything you want." Um. So, A, not that evil to want that. I'm, I, uh, to want to rule a country that you've lived in your whole life. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I think more fair than a 15-year-old American uh, woman. I'm sorry. Um, and secondarily, like, they try and make it like this, this woman's evil because they're like, oh, like, I'm going to get your face on postage. And I'm like, well, at least this bitch knows what the postage looks like. Okay, <laughs> If anybody should get her face on it, it's her. Okay, It's definitely not the 15-year-old child. I'm going to say this 16 times. I'm sorry. <laughs> so is that who you'd peg as the main villain? Because that's kind of no. who I had pegged as... The- as like they're I, they're kind of like a side villain. They're they're the main ones in the sense that they are they would have the biggest impact on the plot perhaps, okay? But you only see them for probably 45 seconds in this movie if you collected yeah, all the time of them on screen. The bigger villains here are definitely uh the two bull, like the the hottest couple the hottest couple in the school are generally supposed to be, you know, the we're using our popularity powers for evil. And it's like, well, Mandy Moore and the the dude that she likes, right. Or me. Yeah. Yeah, The the guy with the wettest head I've ever seen (laughs) in my entire life. I'm sorry. I, that every time I see that again, I'm like, I can't, I can't remember why we thought it was attractive. I can't. Can you imagine putting your hand on that? I can't even. I can't even picture this and say it just. It grosses me out on such a level. <laughs> <laughs> and 
I'm sure there was a time where I thought it was attractive. I'm positive. Okay, but I can't I can't even remember it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like I, I've blocked it out of my brain. I'm having trouble picturing his hair now. Uh oh. Just just wet. <laughs> it's, okay, the only, yeah. it's the only word. Yeah, you like need. that greasy sort of slicked back. But it's color. not even no no no, it's not even slicked back. It's that PC wet. It's the the, oh, the pieces oh, like fall stringy? down. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Oh, like gross. Oh yeah, so bad. Like, like you that. did your hair and got thrown in a pool. Yes, and exactly. Then came that. Out and then it's like got fucked up. Yeah. The yeah, thing yeah, yeah. that was like hot for boy bands for like thirty seconds, and everybody <laughs> did it, and then everybody stopped collectively, <laughs> and they were like, you know what, frosted tips though. Let's try that. Two mm, thousands was a real whirlwind. I'll tell you, real whirlwind <laughs> of fashion and style. It's. It's, I think we've mentioned this before, but it's like this weird black hole of a time where it's like mm-hmm. a lot of the pop culture references, nobody's nostalgic about. And maybe it's just a matter of time, but like, just like the fashion of that time and the music of that time, everyone's just like, oh, like the biggest band of, of the 2000s was Nickelback and everyone, <laughs> which is a band everybody makes fun of and like Frosted Tips, which like everybody makes fun of. It's so weird. It's such a weird thing that it's like a period of time where there's like no nostalgia about it except for maybe this movie i don't know i don't know man i've been re-watching malcolm in the middle and it's been a treat <laughs> it's been a real ride really been enjoying myself a lot of some 41 you know what i mean a lot yeah. of some 41 oh, kick it up. I, I did i did enjoy some 41 i'm not gonna lie you know who um, else is a side villain here because again just a real sprinkle of villains you know what i like also about the couple i'm just gonna circle back one minute um, the couple literally never does anything to sabotage anybody. <laughs> no. It's just like literally them talking. They're just like, ooh, this is something I want. And you're supposed to be like, they're going to be bad. They're bad rich people. I, <laughs> I'm so glad you brought that up because like this movie has such weak villains. Like, it is, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I don't even think the villain, like if, if, because uh, it's the Baron and Baroness, and we know that because there is one of the harshest lines I've ever heard where the prime minister of the country at this dinner toasts them, and he goes, to the Baron and Baroness, may you remain Baron. And I was just like, holy fuck. Like, that's an awful thing to say to somebody. But other than that, I don't think they interact with Mia at all. No, like, they literally I don't think do they nothing to sabotage her. <laughs> with the queen at all. It's like, yeah, it's literally that, they are in line for the throne in some way or will become royalty or rulers of this country in some way if Mia uh, decides not to become a princess. Yeah, it's... And that's, um, that's it. it. And that's, I think that's it's the... more fair. Who wants... Also, okay, and to be clear, I think none of this is good. Royalty, <laughs> shut it down. Okay, shut it down. Shut it oh. all down. There should be nobody that maintains power because they came out of a specific vagina that's fucked up team yes. that's a really weird way to live in the world okay and we shouldn't I, do it anymore nope no, no <laughs> we that's that we've moved on from that yeah, yeah yeah let's let's not do that anymore point but i would make the argument that if anybody should get it the minimum requirement should be have you been to this place <laughs> that's <laughs> Question one. Yeah. And if you pass that question, then we'll probably have a few more. But if you don't pass that question, I don't even know why this is happening. Um, a secondary side villain, other than the uh, two bullies in the school, is the hairdresser. 
So the hairdresser mm. does actually do something to change the plot line. He does do something negative. But the crazy thing to me is is that the Which is I that think he tells, right? It, He's yes, the one who so makes he, the yeah. So he signs a contract basically saying like he he won't say anything. Um, and then he immediately says something because he's like, I want people to know that this is my creation. I got to tell you, this is not the most evil thing this man does. <laughs> you want to know what the most evil thing this man does? Okay. Because I can't, as, as an adult woman now watching this, I'm like, this is actually kind of fucked. Okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah. The, whole, the His whole scenes made me very uncomfortable. <laughs> super weird. But also, this whole reveal is just like, oh, you know what's wrong with, First of all, I hate this trope of like, oh, this super hot woman isn't hot because her hair's uh, curly. I, I, like, I, I, I yeah. just don't understand. I'm like, she's, of course, gorgeous. Okay, she's absolutely gorgeous. I hate it because I'm like, you're better looking than me. Why? You know what I mean? So, so that's hard to deal with point. But then there's just this weird scene in this movie where they're like, okay, so we're going to do a makeover, and this makeover basically is just us turning this 15-year-old girl into a 30-year-old person. <laughs> it's the whole transition. They're like, you know what's wrong with this 15-year-old girl? She's not sexy. Okay, how do we make this 15-year-old girl sexy? And it's like, I don't know if this is good. <laughs> okay, I don't oh. think it's good. That's fucked up. I don't understand. Should they turn her? They, tu- they, they, they pull the pictures back. Okay, her nice, normal, I'm a 15-year-old person <laughs> pictures. Yeah. And they're like, hey, we've just thrown, we spray-painted makeup on this girl, strained her hair because for some reason that's more attractive in this universe. I do not understand that fundamentally. Um, as somebody with straight hair, I've always wanted curly hair. I don't get it. Um, but I think it's just you, you always want what you don't have. Um, they plucked her. I'm sorry, to today's standards, beautiful eyebrows. Kat okay. was all about that. And I'm just <gasps> like, this is clearly like, you know how you just have a blind spot to things? Oh, <laughs> and as I think a woman, eyebrows a are. massacre, a massacre occurred on the screen. <laughs> Craig, do you know how long it takes to grow your freaking eyebrows out proper? Okay, and you look no. weird for a while. Okay, you look weird. So you got to grow them out and you look weird and you don't want to pull any of them. And then you grow them all out and then you pull like, three of them and then you're like okay i'm perfect okay because you want your eyebrows to be as thick as possible but late 90s early 2000s not the style not yeah. the, and i have the photos to prove it oh god <laughs> oh no i was like are, the, are my eyebrows collectively eight hairs what is this why would anyone want to look this way <laughs> i look surprised well, yeah. all the time <laughs> They all, we all had the, uh, or all the women in the early 2000s, if you were there, had the look of someone who had gotten in a fight with a barbecue. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> just like, just everyone collectively blew up the barbecue. They lit it a little light. It just, just singed it and no one said anything about it because that would be rude to bring it up. Right. Is that, that's pretty much it. Right. That's how I would call it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and and speaking of that makeover, here's the thing that really bothered me about this because like I'm all for like 
for uh, yeah i'm all for for like learning how to take care of yourself or learning mm. how to like you know i don't think there's anything wrong with a girl learning how to do her makeup or straighten her hair or like dress better or not but that should definitely be her choice and it's like a life skill right it's like it's it's kind of like learning to cook or it's like learning to uh uh you know uh, like change the oil in your car or like whatever it is it's just like oh this is a life skill that when i want to look good now I know how. And I have no problem with that. But this movie takes the perspective that, like, the only thing involved with being a princess is that you have to be, like, a certain look, you know? Like, you have to be the Tierra thing. And what drives me even more crazy about it is in the last, like, 10 minutes of the movie the queen is just like, well, it's not all just about being pretty and dressing well and wearing tiaras. It's a real job. And I was like, oh, the thing that you have not been preparing her for at all. <laughs> You've Dude, spent- I fucking died when she said that. I died. <laughs> I laughed so hard when she was like, it's a job. And I'm like, this girl should be working at Target right now. Like, what do you, what do you mean it's a job? Like, <laughs> This is so, oh my God. And, and don't get me wrong, go- governing is a job. Um, most, most certainly. <laughs> but like, if that's what you're, like the whole premise of the movie is give it two weeks, wait until this ball, and then you decide whether or not you want to be princess at this place. But they never tell her what her actual job would be. It's all just makeovers and walking lessons and manners and what fork to use. But it's not like, oh, and by the way, uh, you'll have to uh, negotiate a uh, a shaky peace with a neighboring kingdom or like our pairs uh, are getting blighted by some parasite and our entire economy is based on that. So you're going to have to lead us to somehow create new trade deals that will support our, like it, like those are all like legitimate governing things and they don't even fucking mention that that's what she has to do. Well, yeah, because we're running under the, uh, the movie wants you to run under the, under the assumption that good intentions lead to a good job to a job well done. If you're well-intentioned, if you're a good person, then you are the proper person for this job. And it's like, well, that's not true. You still need to be educated. You still need to be knowledgeable. Okay. Like she's just going to be in my mind. She's one of these, like, uh, you know, like those environmentalists that like fly all around the world the year round to speak at conferences. And it's like, dude, your footprint is huge. You have not stepped foot off a plane, man. Are you kidding me? You, you're not, um, just because you're well-intentioned doesn't mean like you still have to back it up with like proper skill knowledge. Like, Oh yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I I just feel like a 15 year old girl would probably be a hypocritical leader. (laughs) I don't think anybody could be, well, I, I mean, I, I do believe that it's really hard to do anything not hypocritically, like if you need, yeah, but like, yeah, I don't think she's qualified at all. Like you have to be educated in economics. You have to be con- educated into our political system, our laws, our, uh, our traditions, our, you know, here's what is expected of you. Here's like, there's so much, there's taxation. There's like, there's so much to ruling that is like, why why would a 15-year-old agree to do it? I don't I don't know. 
Or why would well, you think no, this no, is no, the but best? I, I'm of the attitude of what 15-year-old wouldn't agree to do it. You know what I mean? Oh, like that's, yeah, 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 yeah. That's kind of the, like, why would you even offer that? <laughs> you get to be a princess, okay? And I would say if this uh, story had more of a narrative where um, this is a girl that, like, we see, like, either... I don't know, just put a little more morality. Like, if I see her volunteering, like, if I see her... Um, uh, I also just don't like that she's uh, so well... Her family's so well off. Like, I'm like, you're in San Francisco. You live in in, in a fire station that yeah. has been converted into a house, okay, with your arti- artist mom, okay? Your dad sends you, like, I don't know... Fabergé carousels. <laughs> Like, and you're, did you you're not st- think something was up there? <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I don't think this is a person that's faced enough adversity, okay, to be able to lead a nation. <laughs> I can't even say it seriously, man. This is I know. such a well, ridiculous movie. If you start picking it apart, it's wrong. Yeah. And, and to be fair, she does work. So she works at the climbing gym. Oh, uh, absolutely. And like, but like she goes to private school, man. I don't feel yeah. bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're, yeah. You're going to, and like, there's no stakes involved with her taking it or not is the other problem, right? Like, mm. like the queen kind of says, um, if you don't do it, then that's the end of Genovia as we know it. And, and that statement just goes on like, <laughs> unquestioned all the way through that because it's not like it's not like there will be no ruler and we are there for any constitutional crisis and the entire government collapses because we later learned that the baron and baroness would step in as rulers uh we also learned that they have a prime minister so clearly there's some sort of like elections or something like there's there's something else going on and and it, it but they never say like well, but if the Baron and Baroness come to power, then they're gonna like, you know, they're bad people, and they're gonna they're gonna take these steps that's gonna ruin the country. They never say that. No, they it's never just raise like, the stakes ever. No, <laughs> this is a no. This is a no stakes movie. It's, you're, on, <laughs> you're watching a rich girl have rich girl problems and go, gee whiz, I don't know if I want all the money in the world, <laughs> like. It's yeah. It's like, do I? Oh God, yeah. It's it's. I, I could not get over how weak all of the villains are in this. Because like, obviously, Ooh. as we watch it, it's like I'm trying to come up with who is the villain. Because this is the first time I've ever seen this mm-hmm. movie. And oh, uh, it's the first. This is a, this is brand new for me. Oh. This is uh yeah. Oh, this this viewing was eye opening to me. Let's say that. Because nice. normally, and I've also, I feel like this podcast has kind of, it's ruined movies a little bit. Because <laughs> I can't, I can't not do it now. That's like the new tagline for the podcast. <laughs> the villain was right. It ruins movies a little bit for you. I don't know, guys. <laughs> I tell you, man, sometimes I watch movies and I'm just like, oh, like all I'm looking for is the angle of where the other side's right. <laughs> so I do the entire time. You know what I will say, though? Um, the real villain for me is um, the teachers that are employed at this school because a couple of them, I'm sorry, are monsters. What what kind of animal puts on a debate where two students are going to debate whether you have to wear uniforms or not? 
You hate the other student if you make them debate having <laughs> uniforms. You hate them. Okay, uh, that's, I, no, you're setting them up for bullying. Okay, that's no, not right. That is no, not no. correct. That's not a fair thing to debate. You don't uh, debate things that affect your own school. Okay, you in debate so. club, not in a not in an academic sense. If you're talking about like school politics, absolutely. You should oh, debate I, something. But oh, I think abso- if you're no, like I, I disagree. Nah, man. I don't think you should do things that could affect you socially within a class. That's insane. They're setting her I mean, up for failure. I think that's I, failure. I don't like yeah, that. Yeah, but I don't think arguing about student uh uh uniforms is is setting someone up for bullying. Like what? like no, I think I think okay, you've got the You've got the school uniform. Everyone has to wear it. I'm sure there's students being like, this is fucking bullshit. I don't want to do this. And I think that's actually a really great way to focus kids being upset about something. Is like, mm-hmm. okay, if you don't like it, come up with a debate. And like debate. Yeah, but you, know, you give your most nervous girl, the girl you know can't speak in your class, well, and you're I mean, like, debate the harder issue. side. That's a debate the harder issue. side. Do that. Okay, <laughs> I, that's a dick move to me. I'm sorry. And secondarily, I don't know what's wrong with that gym teacher, but I have never been to a gym class that solely relied on me hitting a ball. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> to pass? To pass! To your yeah. whole pass. She's like, you have to hit this ball or you don't pass. I'm like, I have never been to a gym class like that in my entire yeah. life. I was like, this private school is cutthroat, man. <laughs> like they're, I do. They, I, they, I, will, they will eat the week, okay? They just yeah. not give a shit. I, I did laugh really hard where it's like, first of all, she's so uncoordinated throughout this entire thing. Oh, God. And then like it's her she, only personality trait. And then when she needs to, it's like, oh, apparently the uh, the key to coordination and athletics was anger this whole time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She yeah, just yeah. gets like, mad at him and like socks him. That was another part. I wrote this down because she she gets mad and at the, the boy who was pretty shitty to her. And I'm not saying he didn't deserve this. And like fucking sacks him with a ball, right? Like right to the groin. He drops to the ground. Rebecca... 30, 35 year old man here, never not funny. Uh, but <laughs> what what got me and what took me out of this movie so much was uh, right after that happened, one of the guys in the outfield is yelling and I was like, come on, man, just get back up. What's the problem? And absolutely no way is any boy or man saying that to another, like everybody knows what just happened. Y- maybe you're laughing. <laughs> Oh, maybe dude. maybe you're cringing a little bit, but absolutely no one is like, what's the deal, man? Come on, get up. Like, you'd be like, that guy needs to take as much time as he needs. Like, <laughs> that's hilarious. I feel his pain at the same time, but you take your time. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's some lines in here where you're like, what? <laughs> Nobody, what? Like, at the end, when our love interest... Who, again, much like the rest of this movie, is probably in about four minutes. <laughs> this whole movie. Uh, the main, yeah, the the brother, right? Yeah, the brother of her best friend, which brother I'm sorry, friend. is also a dick move on all fronts. Okay. You think so? Yeah, in high school, man. I don't know. I don't like that. All right. if, so, if one of my friends started dating my brother, it'd freak me out at that age. Now, I don't ugh. I don't give a shit now. You know what I mean? When I'm 16, I'm like, no, absolutely not. <laughs> you're freaking me out, man. No, we're but friends. Like, if this goes w- bad, I gotta, 
Yeah, it's a conflict of interest for sure. Yeah, anyway. What goes wrong? But, but whatever, pretty mild for teenage stuff. Absolutely, yeah. no no questions. Um, but like when they get together, he like he looks at her and he's, he says, why me? And she's just, <laughs> because you saw me when I was invisible. And I was like, shut it down, Dave. Shut the whole, <laughs> shut the whole production down. Who, what, why, why? We couldn't write anything else? There's nothing. There's nothing else we could have written there. Yeah. <laughs> I. I mean, I kind of get it. It's like you know. I, oh no! But I it's like too to much. It's too cliche. Yeah. <laughs> but like, you if you get it big, like, you you want to know that, like, you know, the people who <laughs> like you like you for you and not because of who you are. Um, I will say her whole like, I want to kiss where my foot comes up, and I'm like. I get that that's a very romantic thing in your mind, but also that is entirely your choice. Like, <laughs> you control your foot. <laughs> there's never, yeah, there has never been a kiss so wonderful that your foot raises, like, like, like an involuntary reflex. You know, mm. I was just like, that's under your control. I think you're over romanticizing kissing a little bit. Uh, <laughs> But that's fine. It's a Disney princess movie. Is it a Disney movie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hit this up on Disney Plus. Yeah, this is this goes very well into their brand. Um, I guess we should probably talk about the bullies kind of as the villains. Really. Okay. so firstly, I would like to say I do believe they are the brunt of some bullying as well. Uh, (laughs) Oh, let's hear it. Well, they get, okay, uh, Mandy gets an ice cream. She gets ice creamed. Okay. Yeah. Which I understand that there needs to be retaliation. Okay, I'm 100% down for that. She was bullying somebody else. But it's just like, how about we use our words? You know what I mean? Can this girl not say something sassy back? Okay. If I'm in the middle of a fight with a guy and he turns around and punches a hole in the wall, this is different now. Okay. (laughs) It's a different situation. You've escalated it. Okay. Yes. So she ice creams her. She also is like, makes a lot of comments anytime she sees them together, just because they're together. You know what I mean? Like they're making out in the quad and she's like, oh, that's disgusting. And I'm like, what are they? Because they're being teenagers. Like, what do you, (laughs) Yeah. you know what I mean? Seems a little heavy. Okay. Seems a little heavy. I'm not saying they're not bullies. Okay. These people are indefensible. They're dicks. Okay. Mandy Moore goes on camera, claims that she's her, uh, she's the princess's best friend, so she can get in front of the camera. Gross. Okay. The guy hooks it. Wethead. I'm only going to refer to him as Wethead from now on. I'm sorry. That is. <laughs> Wethead is. is like a much better villain name for it. <laughs> that sounds like a Batman villain at this point too. It's like, oh no, it's the it's Wethead. Look out, yeah. everybody. Anyway, he very much manipulates the situation just so he can kind of have his, like, 15 minutes, yeah. which, gross. Um, <laughs> but, like, I would also argue that, yeah, she's, I don't think she presents the best either. Like, she literally ditches her friend for this guy. Yeah. Like, she ditches her best friend, okay? She asks her nicely, I think. I don't think she was being insane or anything, being like, hey, now that you're a princess and this is a big deal, would you mind coming on my cable show? Because I'm doing a fundraiser for otters, I believe she said. (laughs) Anyway, 
and she completely ditches her. But like, not even like she even has the respect to tell her brother that she's blowing him off, but doesn't tell that. the sister. <laughs> yeah, that's that not a good look. Her up. I will say that the bullies up until the beach party uh, really have not done anything even mildly noteworthy to me. Because here's here's what Mandy Moore's character does. Um, she asks her to remove her hat in class, which, yeah, if everyone isn't, if you're not supposed to be wearing a hat in class and everyone can't wear a hat in class, that's fair. And oh my God, it turns out her hair is gorgeous under there. Oh, what a, what a, <laughs> you got her good. It's not like, it's not like there was bubble gum in it and like someone shave, had to shave a big stripe down the middle. It's not like my quarantine haircut, right? Like it's, <laughs> it's, it's beautiful hair at this point. Um, then she just properly identifies who this girl is to the media. Like that to me is an, she didn't out her as the princess. Like somebody asked her, is that Mia? And she goes, yeah, that's her. <laughs> like, like if someone was like, is that Rebecca Reeds? And I was like, yeah, that's Rebecca. <laughs> you bitch. And you then, son of a bitch. Yeah. And then uh, I think the, oh, what else did she do? Oh, and then claim that she, they were better friends than they were, which is mm-hmm. like shitty, but it's hardly like, it's not a it's not a terrible offense, yeah. I'm sure yeah. I'm guilty of that. I'm I'm probably guilty of like, oh yeah, I know them. You know, when I don't <laughs> really uh where we're not that close or like we've only had a couple of interactions, I'm sure I've done that. Yeah, to, like, I don't know. My my stance is is that they're both dicks for sure. But she's also a dick. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think I think uh, my stance is teenagers are dicks, okay, <laughs> and even the good ones are dicks. Yeah. Okay, I remember this is about as much as we could expect from them. <laughs> well, yeah, dude. I mean, I look back on my teenage years and I'm like, some of it, I'm like, oh yeah, that was really bad for me, and then other times I'm like, hmm, maybe that was not so nice for that other person. <laughs> Cause you know me, I like to joke <laughs> and some people do not like jokes. <laughs> it's uh, it's, you gotta learn, you gotta learn how to mm. take it. Um, I will say the stuff that they did at the beach party was pretty indefensible. Uh, oh, Mandy yeah, Moore's gross. particularly where they're like, look, you can sneak in here and change so that the press, cause the press is following her around or whatever. This is after she oh. kisses wet hair. Right. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, they take the press and they're like, she's in here changing and then like pull the tent away. And you're like, that's a 15 year old girl. Like, don't get me wrong. I don't think it's beyond another 15 year old girl to pull a tent down and look at this girl. Uh, But to do it with like cameras and stuff around, I was like that, like the press should be better than that. Oh yeah, I wrote would. that down. I was like, you yeah. know who the real villain is? The media. <laughs> it's the media. <laughs> it's like again, like liberal media. Uh, <laughs> like, who are you gonna blame more? A couple of teenagers doing something shitty, or a bunch of adults filming it? I mean, yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's not good. I hate. I hate every photographer in this in this movie. I'm like, this is. 
Yellow dicks. Okay, every every single person of the media are dicks. Yeah. You okay? I will say though, you know what's one of the largest offenses in this movie, <laughs> and it is breezed past like it's like this chill little. Oh, this is a funny little story. Um. So. So Mia, this bitch, decides that she's gonna drive around without a license. No. Okay, <laughs> no problems, no problems, no worries. I'm 15. I don't have a license for two weeks exactly. I'm uh, supposed to be, you know, a very good environmental person, but I'm also driving around in this gas guzzler that doesn't work. Okay. I take the queen with me because this is montage time. We're going to have yep. a fun, fun afternoon. Bonding um, family, yeah. They get into... A crash, okay, with a streetcar, all right, that is 1,000% their fault, okay, because she has a bad car and she is an inexperienced driver and cannot handle an emergency situation. She's an inexperienced Uh, driver driving standard because a a Mustang (laughs) would certainly be a standard car uh, in San Francisco. Literally the hardest place to drive a standard car. Yes, okay. Backs up damages a streetcar okay yeah. to to their credit nobody's really hurt although i would say i don't believe injuries would be noticed until probably 24 hours afterwards um you know what i mean you can get some serious whiplash on that ship yep but the queen pull these the uh, this girl's gonna get arrested right Cause she's driving without a license and she just got into an accident okay F- fair 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 call you know what i mean yeah and the streetcar driver is very upset okay of course this woman should be arrested and then queen pulls diplomatic immunity and then says well of course you have to arrest her and then begins to manipulate these two public service okay well kind of you know uh tries to and manipulates them gives them uh, an award or what yeah, does she, she call it? Oh, uh, she, uh, she names it after the, the street that they're on, which yeah, yeah, is like yeah. the order of the rose. Yeah. It's yeah. Like Pulls rose it street. out of, out of the air. Out Fucking, of the air. Uh, like, usual suspects. It. <laughs> okay. And, and they're like, Oh, then no problem. That's fine. You're the queen. This is chill. And that's supposed to be like a cute little, like, Oh my God, look at this fun little story of these two rascals, these two rich, rascals just out on the town doing whatever the fuck they want because the rules do not apply. She's like, look how fun it is to be a princess. Rules don't apply to you. How do you not want this power, you teenage person? Yeah, and <laughs> and the implication of that is even worse because if in that short amount of time uh, she's just willing to use her power uh, to manipulate and uh, deceive people, like what is she doing with Mia? You know what I mean? Like she's yeah. she's clearly like literally grooming her to be a princess. Mm-hmm. And Although I will say a couple of those lessons wouldn't mind them. You know what I mean? Wouldn't <laughs> mind them. If somebody like, at, like like 16 had been like, "Hey, this is good posture. Maintain this." <laughs> <laughs> My back is screaming at me right now. Like sc- oh, I yeah. spent 10 hours writing le- yesterday and I can't sit properly <laughs> anymore. <laughs> Because I don't know how to sit, man. So, like, there were a couple of lessons in there. I'm like, all right, well, she's getting her to read feminist works. That's good. Okay. Posture lessons. That's good. 
learning how to dance, honestly, I think that's good, especially if your only personality trait is that you're clumsy. Probably good for you. Okay. A yeah. lot of these lessons make sense. When she's like, you shouldn't cross your legs. Actually, that's true. You shouldn't cross your legs. It's bad for your legs and your knees. You're supposed to cross them at the bottom like that. That's not just for princesses. That's just good posture, man. You should, right. you should just, you should just <laughs> not cross your legs. It's bad for your legs. You cut off circulation to your feet. Yeah. It's bad to sit in that position. Okay. And I understand that that's supposed to be seen as some sort of like hoity, like, Ooh, Ooh, look at, look at her majesty. Okay. Maintain. Like, oh, you can't cross your legs in front of your majesty. And honestly, it's just, it, it's just good sitting. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. And I'm fuck. And I'm of two minds of like the, the, the etiquette and manners sort of thing. Right. So like I was raised and like my grandmother was like, it was like, you're going to go to dinner with the queen if we're having dinner with my grandma, right? Like, you have to know your table manners and you got to say please and thank yous. And, like, part of me is just like, oh, yeah, so being having manners and, and you know, knowing, like, a salad fork from a dinner fork is kind of just, like, showing somebody else a courtesy. And I don't mind if you know that, right? But, like, some of the times where you're, like, where it gets to the point where you're judging somebody because they don't r- come to the same level as you, like, mm. because, because uh, you don't know that this is a moose that you're supposed to crack with your spoon. Like that whole dinner party thing made me really uncomfortable. Oh, do any, any of that stuff makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. One time I went on a date with a guy and he said something like casually about the horses. Like I would know <laughs> what horses he was talking about and everybody right. has horse, you, you know, the horses. And, um, I never saw that person again. Yeah. <laughs> okay? You're like, because oh, we're not. I'm out. Okay. <laughs> like, what are you saying? I'm, I'm not saying that I would, uh, would never like date out of my class or anything like that. I'm just saying you have to have the awareness that I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I always have that fear too, where I'm like, anytime I've had to like dress up in a suit and go somewhere nice for like a gig or something, I'm always like, Oh, they're going to ask me to leave. Like every time <laughs> I was like, I don't belong here. And it's a, and I, I would say, I don't even look out of place there in a suit or, you know, anything like that. But I'm just like, I know I don't belong here. I know this is too nice for me. Uh, you know, that's a fear oh, yeah. that I have all the time. I, oh. I, Rebecca, here's my thing. I am only comfortable at a, a bar or a restaurant or something like that. If on any given night, the people who are eating there could also be working there on a different mm. night. You know what I mean? I like that rule. Yeah. That's a good rule. We are like, it's me and my friends. We're all sitting around. But you know what? Rebecca could bartend here on Saturday. Mm, and it, I see. Yep. And like Rebecca might actually, after her shift, hang out and have a drink here. Like as soon as you get Sounds beyond like a that. couple bars I've worked at. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, right? And I guarantee <laughs> you I'm comfortable in those bars. But when you're like, well, when I'm done my shift, I'm going to uh, steal the food off of the uh, plates of our patrons and put it in a styrofoam dish and go home to eat it by myself because I can't be seen or heard in something that high class. I'd be like, no, no. Like what, what am I doing here supporting that kind of thing? Anyway. Oh, yeah. No, this... Uh... This movie does not, I, I feel like it like never really addresses the wealth. 
Like it just shows it off, but it's never like, oh, this is also like we could use some of this for good. There's literally no reason for us to be living in such a large palace. Yeah. We'll probably distribute some of this. I don't know. Well, but of that, course, this is a teenager lip smackers movie, so yeah. we're not <laughs> not diving that deep, man. Of there, course, and I do not blame it for not doing that. So. No, and you're right. There's an it, there's an interesting movie in there where like you evaluate your privilege and like what you can do to help people and, and all the rest. And there is a tinge of that at the back where she's like, "I got to stop thinking about myself and like what can I do to help people." But that's where the movie ends. Um, and there's also a point where her best friend is like, you have one of these bags, you could feed an entire third world country off of this, which is incorrect. Uh, it's not that expensive. <laughs> but like, I can we talk about her friend for a minute? <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I think she is more of a villain to Mia than most of the other villains, with the exception of that Mandy Moore thing at the beach. Mm. Her friend treats her like shit and unrelenting shit from the second that she decides to like do her hair and do her makeup like an entire car ride of just bitching your friend out for daring to try something new do you know what a piece of shit move that is it's i i, I was like i can't i can't defend this girl at all she is a terrible selfish friend who by the way this has been like two days it's two days that you're okay let me let me run this down for you uh mia's mia's father a strange father but father dies two months ago and her friend is like what are you still talking about that i thought you decided to get over that i was like bitch her father died she can feel as badly about that as long as she wants. That is yep. cold. <laughs> that you is know? super cold. Because she's bitching about her own problems and then Mia's like, yeah, I'm worried about my dead dad. And she's like, I thought we were talking about my... Fuck off. Fuck right off. And then... Like, like forget about... The, then she's late for like two days to something. She doesn't show up to something for like two days or like blows her off and her best... I'm, I'm putting quotes in front... like best in quotes here her best friend is like you've been ignoring me her dad died her grandmother showed up for the first time in her entire life yeah she's gonna probably be weird for a couple days just deal with it (laughs) am i wrong am i crazy for feeling that way no 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 i don't think you're crazy for i i my defense for her is the same defense that I have for most of the characters in this film, which is that they are teenagers. They're teenagers. You know what I mean? That's the only defense for all of them is it's just like, yeah, of course, they're morons. They're teenagers. Okay. <laughs> they're 15 years old. Your hormones are off the charts. You know what I mean? They're all over the place. How could yeah. anybody operate in that manner? Okay? Nobody can. No, no, no. So, like, do I agree with you? Yeah. But, again... Teenagers, they're you know what I I think is crazy. Um, they really again another side sprinkle tiny villain, tiny nothing villain. Um, she really does not like her neighbor and is kind of pretty vocal about it. <laughs> I don't understand what the purpose of that character even was in this movie. I don't understand what the purpose of a lot of these characters were because they don't move the plot along. Nothing happens with them. They're just there for tiny pieces of dialogue. Yeah. Like, but 
It feels like the screenwriter of this inserted themselves into the movie as that character, as the neighbor. Yeah, which yeah. we all know is phenomenal writing. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I do it for every script I write. <laughs> I'm a character in everything I write. <laughs> One person is me. Just just some girl from small town Ontario named RR. No, no, no. I always change all the details, but the uh It's it's Lindsay from Rebecca, Ontario. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> You know what else is um, wild about this, uh, about Mia? When she thrashes that dinner party, her first instinct is not to help the man that she just thrashed, okay? It's to look over at at the people that are serving the dinner and be like, was this my fault? I don't know. (laughs) It's like that guy was 60. He probably broke a hip, man. Help him up. Do something like would you just like ooh, and then everybody starts laughing and I'm like, oh man, alive! Somebody yeah. get that guy to a doctor. Yeah, someone got set on fire. Yes. In this. <laughs> like, isn't this charming? Isn't this quirky? She always forget. Wait, honestly, okay, and I don't know if it's just because I'm I don't know because I'm a grown up now or what have you. I water down my orange juice. I'll admit it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dude, I'm sorry. I thought that was going to happen at 70 and that's a hard 30. <laughs> <laughs> like, mm, oh, this is, this is too tangy. Need to water. Yeah, this I'm down? Just like, this is, this is far too sweet. Anyway, <laughs> when she initially runs on that lawn, it makes me so mad. <laughs> like I know they're Why? supposed to be really over the top because the driveway is Two inches away. Oh, yeah. You literally, true. it's almost like you had to ad- really try to run on the grass. It's like she goes out of her way to well, run I, on the grass. That's true. And it's not even like it's at the same level. Like there's that little wall. So you have to like step over it to save what maybe is like 30 centimeters. Like, because it's, it's always it's, harder to run on grass. Yeah. <laughs> what? That's so, you're right. And that scene is so much funnier if she has to go like, in a big, like, 90 degree, right? Where, like, she can't cut across and she's got to run back and then, like, run. Yeah, no, no, no. They make it real easy. Here's the path, okay? (laughs) Somebody that knows something about infrastructure and traffic flow, okay, designed this and said, people will walk this way. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I'm a quirky teenager and I do what I want. (laughs) I mean, don't get me started. I I think lawns are... uh, a big fucking waste, but anyway. Oh, um, I disagree. <laughs> oh, I, I fucking hate lawns. They're useless. Uh, Wait, okay, why? Well, why? Okay, because Rebecca, have you ever seen <laughs> grass in nature? Have you ever been walking out in the woods and come across a nice meadow? What does the grass look like in that meadow? It's it is overgrown. Tall mm-hmm. and sparse. That is how grass grows. And we stupid humans in our fucking wisdom decide you know what plant we're gonna make grow short and thick something that grows tall and thin like it's it's insane like you it grows too quickly so you have to chop it down it's uh it's it's it it does not survive heat at all 
You have to water it all the time. Meanwhile, every single thing that actually does grow properly in that environment, like dandelions, are seen as a weed, even though dandelions you can't fucking kill. Like, just the amount of resources and labor that is put into maintaining these fucking lawns. I don't know. We should be growing vegetables or something. I've always... That's so funny. I used to pick uh, dandelion heads um, that would be part of my allowance. Right. So every head I would pick, I can't remember if it was like... I think it was like five cents or something like that. Right. So every head I picked, I would get five cents and my parents would count them because they didn't want them all over the lawn. Right. And you got to pick the head off before it seeds. Yeah. But, uh, and that's the other thing, Rebecca, I fucking love dandelions. They are, yeah, they're pretty dope actually. They're a yeah. beautiful flower that, that a field of like bright yellow dandelions. Mm. Gorgeous. You know what else is gorgeous? a field of dandelions that have all gone to seed and they're all that puffy white. That also oh. looks great. All Clover. All I want to do is blow on one right now. Yeah. <sighs> Just a, a lawn full of dandelions would be so much more appealing to me than like a lawn. But anyway, we're right, talking you've, about you, the... You've swayed me. You've yeah. swayed me, Craig. Grow some <laughs> fucking carrots, you know? Grow some uh, <laughs> carrots. <laughs> Oh my God. Uh, I didn't, I, I wasn't meaning to get into that today. I'm all worked up now. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm worked up over the smallest things now. Oh yeah. I'll read one news article I'll be, and another thing. <laughs> and it's fucking hot in Toronto. <laughs> oh, so that dude. just gets your blood going. Uh, it's yeah. not good. People hot are losing today. their minds. <laughs> Heat makes people go crazy. I 100% agree. Yeah. I will say, uh, just to get back to the movie, why not? Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, Friggin', she doesn't even learn her lesson. Mia doesn't even learn her lesson the first time. She um, takes the car a secondary time without her license, and then she she gets, like, if she breaks down, she's like, well, this is punishment. For driving without a license. And I'm like, yeah, bitch. <laughs> I sure hope so. Okay, I hope there is karma in this movie universe. And this is them uh, getting getting you again. Can't do this. How many times do I have to watch a character do something wrong and still root for them to be a leader of a country? <laughs> she doesn't even follow the laws of the country she lives in. Right. Excellent point. <laughs> Which is fine and fair because she's a teenager, okay? <laughs> but my main sticking point here is... She makes she the same mistakes many times. Yeah, and she shouldn't be... A teenager shouldn't be the leader of a country. <laughs> no. I'm going to be firm on that one, okay? say a lot of things on this podcast. I'm going to be firm on that one for sure. <laughs> okay. what, how do you feel about we only get losers to be our leaders? Like... Like, oh, I see what you mean. Like, you know, um, like only like your low, like your bottom ten percent or whatever. Or yeah, or just someone who's had a real tough time with something, right? Like someone who hasn't gone to an Ivy League school, someone who's like barely making their rent on it. Like you know, I, I think those mm. people know more about solving problems than uh, you know, rich fuck, rich fifteen year olds becoming queen. You know? I don't know, man. There's somewhere in between in between what you've said <laughs> and Donald Trump that I think is good. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's a, there's somewhere in the middle where it's like, okay, it should be like jury duty is what I'm saying. Mm. Qualified people who are drafted against their will 
to lead the country. No, 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 no. I don't know. I don't know. What <laughs> no, because you're like, you know what? You're a fucking accountant. <laughs> you know what, from man? now on, you're a minister of finance. <laughs> I, do, I, I honestly, I do not have, uh, I don't know what would be good. I just know what is not good. And it's whatever's happening right now. <laughs> That's yeah, it. Fair enough. Fair That's enough. it. That's all I have enough knowledge for in this area. Um, <laughs> not that. No. Yes. Not definitely that. not that. So I mean, for me, Princess Diaries. Do we have we have a sprinkle of villains, um, most of which being correct, okay, and totally fine, uh, and the other ones being quite mild and understandable. I yeah. mean, again. What's well, the uh, thing with the Baron and the Baronesses? We could paint any backstory that we want for them because there's literally no. Uh, they do nothing. How can there's they no even backstory? There's no like they kind of they they shoplift a vase at the end, and I'm kind of like, yeah, but those are rich fuckers, so screw them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will say they did get a woman that looks like she has a rich face. You ever see yeah. somebody with rich face? <laughs> yeah. She has rich face for sure. Yeah. Like that woman was cast perfectly. They cast them to look like villains and then, but you need to back that up. Oh yeah. You need to have something they do affect the plot line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know Not what I mean? Not just be there and be like those people. Like you make a phone I mean? call, be like, make sure she doesn't make it to this venue or whatever it is. Yeah. Or if they had sabotaged her car. So that was the reason that she rolled mm. downhill. Okay, now you're now you're into like regicide. If if they had been, um, because her father died in an accident, they could have had uh, them somehow involved in his death. Like again, that's a much darker movie. That uh, is, yeah. <laughs> but like, it gives them something bad that shouldn't be rewarded with leadership. Where really, it's just like, well, they're qualified and they live in the country. And we'll, we'll qualify for what we're calling qualified because uh, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, yeah, yeah. really think right. qualified <laughs> as you so eloquently put it, uh, came from the right vagina. Uh, <laughs> oh, dude, the look on your face. So we're like, well, well, when you say it, Craig, it just sounds wrong. Uh, <laughs> There's something I cannot. It sometimes it shakes me to my, I can't remember what the last one was. There were a couple episodes. You said something about like, a girl just like sucking dicks or something. And it took me our parent trap. Yeah. Yeah. Like it took me five minutes to mentally collect myself. Like I'm sure I kept talking, but in my head I was like, all right, I, I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> and of course that would just fall out of my own mouth. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> but I just think you're just such a nice person. Every time you say something, I'm like, Oh, oh no. my God. Oh, they're okay. Oh dear. Uh, <laughs> it just throws me for a loop every time. Uh, I think it's maybe because my mom talked to me too much about it. She's like, yeah. Craig's just such a nice boy. Rebecca, you're ruining it. <laughs> you're 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 poisoning his mind with your bad language. <laughs> and I mean Oh, maybe is she wrong? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna do? Oh, uh, Rebecca's the villain of this podcast. No, I'm yeah. stupid. <laughs> Sometimes I, I am. I was that it. way long before this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think yeah, that we, does it for the Princess Diaries, right? Anything else that we want to get in there? No, I think mild, I think we've covered villains. the six 30-second villains. <laughs> yeah. Um, so now it's time for our uh, definitive ranking of how good the villain is. Uh, what do you got, Rebecca? Um, so, okay. So I rated the couple because I was like, I guess they're 
like the ultimate ones, I guess. I don't know. I just yeah. thought they were the most correct. So I, I'm ranking them and I have them on the hair gel scale. Okay. Nice. So uh, from Ross from Friends uh, to DJ Polly D, I'm going to give them a all the members of B44. Okay. <laughs> That's what I'm going to give them. Okay. I get why I, 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 I don't know why you're here. <laughs> I, I guess it's the answer to my ranking. Um, I just don't know why you're here. I don't know why you look the way you look, <laughs> but here you are. And I guess we'll accept it because it's 2001. <laughs> yep. There we go. Um, so I had the, uh, my, my villain is the concept of, uh, a monarchy, uh, to begin with, uh, the oh. idea that there would be a princess, uh, I think is the real villain of this movie. So I've given it the forms of government scale. Uh, so from anarchy to monarchy, uh, I'm going to give, uh, that a solid bureaucracy, uh, cause everyone's a pain in the ass with no real idea of what their job is. Yeah. <laughs> That's... <laughs> That's my evaluation of that. Um, but before we get to our heroes and villains of the week, a couple ways uh, you guys can help the podcast. Uh, first of all, um, if you have any suggestions for the podcast, this was an audience uh, suggestion. Um, this was our, our, our Patreon pick. Um, and uh, if you have any suggestions, you can reach out to us. Let us know what you think about the podcast. Uh, give us suggestions. You can reach out to us at uh, on Twitter at VWR Podcast. Um, we're on Facebook at The Villain Was Right. And uh, if you have suggestions, you can also email us at thevillainwasright at gmail.com. And uh, if you got a couple seconds, um, whatever podcasting platform you use, uh, if you could maybe throw us a little quick one-sentence review or a nice you know, four- or five-star review, that really helps us uh, kind of move up in the rankings and for other people to uh, find us. And if you have a couple bucks to yeah, spare... Yeah, as always, you can hit us up on Patreon. Uh, so you can hit up... Uh, Patreon, uh, villain was right. Obviously, that's where you're at. That's who we are. Um, <laughs> that's the name got, of the podcast. That's the name of the podcast. You're here. Uh, we've got a lot of tiers. If you just want to throw us a buck a month just for production costs, we super appreciate it. If you want extra content, our top tier is just it's seven bucks, and you can get the backlog of everything that we've done. We do. Two uh, bonus episodes a month where we just talk about movies we have enjoyed or are special to us, um, where we do not defend the villain. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to be <we've>... very clear <laughs> that the ones we put up, we are not defending those villains, and uh, we pick them specifically because we don't think we can defend them, uh, but we just like them. So uh, you can hit us up on Patreon for that. And you know what? If you if you don't, uh, we love you anyway. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, you guys are the best. We love getting tweeted at. Uh, I love hearing feedback from the episodes. It's uh, you guys are the best fans. We love you. Yeah, and it really it really does lighten our day hearing from you guys. So uh, please don't hesitate to uh, to reach out. It's really nice. Um, yeah, I had so many. Somebody messaged us saying that her boyfriend was going to break up with her. <laughs> she kept playing <laughs> my voice over and over again, and I was like, "This is." The best message I have ever received in my entire life. I was like, this is all I aspire to be. It's all I want to be in life. And yeah, thank you the, so much. Uh, the Tom Cruise rant from yeah. our uh, mummy episode. <laughs> uh, just a couple weeks back. You guys can check that out. But now it is time uh, for our heroes and villains of the week. Um, so I've got a villain this week. Uh, kind of light. But um, last week on the podcast, I, I, I talked 
my hero was my mother for encouraging me to write. And uh, that just got the wheels turning. And I thought of this story. And this is a shitty teacher that I had, uh, which is so crazy how they, like a good teacher makes all the difference and a bad teacher for some reason stays with you forever too. So this is, gr- <laughs> this is grade five and this is Mr. Robertson. I'm going to use his name because I'm sure he's retired by now. Uh, but um, he was not a good teacher. So first of all, it was a five, six split. I was in grade five and he was never in the classroom. Like he, like he just kind of leave us to our own devices, which like at the time you're like, great. And now you're like, wait a minute. Uh, (laughs) I should have been learning something there, but he was obsessed with computers. So like the computer lab was like right across from our classroom. So he would just disappear there all day and just leave us to do uh, whatever. And like never taught us anything really like he always said that uh the only he said this to the class he's like the only fractions you need to learn are a half and a quarter and i'm sorry yeah (laughs) that's that's not even as a guy who like has pursued math and knows like you need to use a half and a quarter even if you do construction. I was you just need about to, use, to say that. I'm like, if you use a fucking tape measure, dude, like that's you need how to, I learned fractions. Yeah. On a eighth tape and sixteenths. <laughs> yes, you need to course. know. Thirty twos oh even God. sometimes. Uh, you need, you need to know fractions, but he was like, yeah, just a half and a quarter. No, no, no. Uh, he, he was the point where like, we just had to, um, write our name on the blackboard if we needed to go to the bathroom because, if he came back and didn't know where we were, he just looked at the board to see where we're at, which is an insane amount of freedom to give a grade five student. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like as far as we know, like we could write your name on the board and go like smoke a pack of cigarettes out in the back schoolyard or something. Uh, not that I ever did that, but, um, Oh yeah. I was gonna, yeah. I wouldn't pay you for the type, Craig. Uh, no. And like the other thing, like when he did teach, he would just sit us down. Like we'd all sit in the floor and he'd like turn off the lights and then show us on his computer how to use Corel Draw, like which was Corel Draw was like the before there was Photoshop, Photoshop kind of thing. Or we'd just listen to the soundtrack of Les Mis, like just he'd be like, "Close your eyes, I'm gonna play you the CD of the Les Mis soundtrack," and that somehow counts as education. But uh, so this is all the backstory of who this guy is. But this is the part that really. Uh, still gets me to this day, which was like, obviously, if you listen to uh, last week's episode, you know, it was somewhat of a prolific writer as a kid. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know how well I did at it, but <laughs> I was writing a lot. So writing was like my one thing. I was actually terrible at math. I was, I, I probably had some sort of learning disability, but like I could always write a story. I, I couldn't spell, but I could write. Um, and I remember I did this one story and I handed it in and he like called me over to his desk at one point and said, um, did you write this? And I said, yeah. And he goes, and your parents didn't help you. And I said, well, they, they helped me edit it. Right. Like I wrote it and then I had my mom read it over who would tell me like you spelt, saddle wrong or you know like like this is too long put a period in there but like editing and I had (laughs) to go and make the changes so I was like yeah I mean they helped edit it and he just I remember this smirk he got on his face which was like a 
I knew it. Like, oh, you didn't, you're getting your parents to do your homework for you. And I didn't realize at the time what that meant, where like he was just, he was fucking, he was saying this is too good to have been written by a five, a fifth grader. And it was so fucking discouraging to this day. Uh, I could, yeah, I can't get over it. Uh, And it's just like, don't tell a fucking kid like your parents must have written this because there's no way like you're good enough to write that. Fuck off. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's always a mark of a good teacher when he's like, I don't want my students to succeed. Yeah. <laughs> like so uh, glad you got into education. What uh, are you right? doing here? I don't it's understand. Scarred me for life. I, I still think about it to this day. I can still picture his face. Anyway, that's my villain of the week. Uh, great five teacher. Done me wrong. <laughs> My villain of the week is just uh, something that I have um, now absorbed into my life, and I hate it so much. Um, So admittedly, I don't like admitting this, but I will admit this. Okay. I've been, uh, I've taken on some new hobbies, as I think we've all done a little bit in quarantine. We got to. Sure. You got to have something to do. Anyway, so I've started sewing. And because I've started sewing. Uh, I'll go on websites that I wouldn't normally go on. So like Pinterest is a big, is a big hit for like finding patterns or ideas or what have you. Right. But the problem is, is that you get all the other extra shit with it. And I do not care for these things. And the thing that bothers me the most is these 60 second cooking videos. And there are all these little like (laughs) cooking hack videos and I can't stand. None of them have base in science. In cooking, nothing, okay? Some of them, I'm like, you can't even do this, okay? Like, if you try and do this in your home, like, this is clearly, they've fake filmed this. This is insane. I saw one the other day that bothered, this is the one that bothered me the most, though, because I was like, you're going to burn your house down. Like, you're going to burn your house down. I watched a 60-second video of a, quote, quick way to make grilled cheese. Okay, firstly, if grilled cheese is not quick enough for you, you don't eat it. <laughs> you don't eat it. It's, it's, it's pure madness to think that flipping over two pieces of bread and cheese in a pan is going to be too much for you. Okay, today. So their version of the quicker way, which I fundamentally disagree is quicker even to begin with, okay, is to wrap the sandwich in aluminum foil. Okay, in tinfoil, all right? They wrap these two sandwiches up and dunked them and set them in the toaster, dude. Now, this, first of all, no, (laughs) don't do that, okay? If you're like, well, it's quicker. Well, yeah, sure, it'd probably be quicker if you were having a bath at the same time, but it doesn't mean you should do it, okay? It doesn't mean you should do that shit. It drives me crazy. And they do, at, at a moment, they do, when they pull them out, the the chef, the chef. I'm gonna put that. In. I'm doing air quotes right now. Please note that. Okay, the chef of this this production. Um, they do put on special gloves to pick up the to to grab the aluminum foil out of the toaster. Okay, for your quick and easy grilled cheese, uh, you have to have special gloves for it. But they. You can see them, but they never mention that they put them on. <laughs> like it's just like if you don't notice it, you're fucked. Like. You're just gonna do that. I I I can't. So to to the people that are making these videos, I do not know how you have not been sued yet. But you should take some of these things down. 
You can't melt ice cream and whip it into frosting. I'm sorry. That's not how any of those substances work fundamentally. Stop showing people that. It's driving me crazy. Okay. I hate it. I hate it. You're the villain of the week. These 60, tasty, tasty's got to go down. Tasty, yeah. you bastards. Okay. You're doing things out there that are not real. Okay. And there's a couple of great YouTube, uh, YouTube channels you can look at with real food scientists that will tell you exactly how to properly cook your food and what is fake and what is not. Educate yourself <laughs> because people out there are trying to burn your house down and yeah. they're trying to get you to make you do it. <laughs> okay. They're going to get you to do it. Anyway. <laughs> oh, I, I, I relate to that so hard. Like the one that always got me was like, here's a quick hack to peel garlic. It's like, first what you do is get a mason jar. You're like, that is already too much work. Yes. <laughs> just, just peel cut the it. garlic. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't faster. If I have to build something <laughs> to make this go faster, it's not. <laughs> it's just not. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, they drive me crazy. I hate them. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Anyway, uh, so that's been us from The Villain Was Right. Where can uh, people follow you, Craig? Yeah, you can follow me uh, at Craig Fay Comedy on Facebook and Twitter, CraigFay.com for uh, that'll get updated eventually. Uh, but if you guys really want to uh, check out what I'm doing uh, during this whole situation, uh, you can check out uh, I've got a series on YouTube called Craig Fay Builds a Clock. And uh, just like The Villain Was Right, it's an incredibly uh, a good name because it describes exactly what it is. <laughs> uh, you know already. I'm building a clock uh, from scratch. I'm, I'm talking about kind of the fun uh, physics and mechanics and stuff behind things and it's uh, hopefully fun and entertaining along the way. So uh, Craig Faye builds a clock on YouTube. You guys can check it out there. Okay, amazing. And uh, as always, you can follow me at Rebecca Reads at anything of your choosing. R-E-B-E-C-C-A-R-E-D-S um, mostly Twitter. Hit me up on Twitter. That's where I'm at. I'm sorry. I'm trying to do the other things, but t Twitter, I will respond to you on Twitter. I promise. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you guys uh, can look out for our next episode. Next week we're doing Chicago. Um, that is going to be a very interesting episode. I can't believe Craig has made me watch another musical. You, ah. My man alive. Anyway, so we're doing Chicago next week. Uh, and this is the villain was right, reminding you that 15 year olds are teenagers. <laughs> <laughs>The Villain Was Right was produced by Andrew Rivemi for the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as YouTube series, webcomics, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com. 